When I graduated from high school, I spent the summer working on a grass seed farm in Oregon's Willamette Valley. It was my second summer there, and it was a small family farm. There was only three outside employees other than one or two kids there and, and uh, a couple of members of the extended family. And we drove combines and things like that, wind rowers. We cut the grass and tractors, and, and we spent the uh, summer, the first few weeks of the summer, bucking hay which really got us in shape because back then, you know, you didn't have too many machines to lift it up onto the trucks and, you know, go store it in the barn and stuff. So, you know, by the time those three weeks were over, we were in pretty good shape and the rest of the summer went uh, much easier. Uh, but we worked like, you know, early 6.30, 7 a.m. to 7.30 or 8 at night, 12, 13 hours a day, six days a week. We got Sundays off. And so I had worked a previous summer at the same job, uh, which I got when my mother asked me at one point, hey, would you like to work on a farm for the summer? I mean, how do you say no to mom, right? Uh, so at the end of that first summer, I swore I'd never go back because it was just too much for me. I was, you know, what, 17 at the time. And I was like, man, I can't work six days a week. It was just too much. I was a little overwhelmed. But, you know, as time came around, the next spring, I had to make up my mind. It was, a, it was an offer a chance to go back and do it again. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to go back because I actually got a lot out of it. Lessons learned. So I said, yes. You know, I, things like sticking with it, uh, have one day a week, you enjoy your time off. Uh, you got a little money at the end of the summer. Uh, you know, you didn't get a whole lot of money uh, back in those days, but it went a long way. So I figured, well, I'll go do it again. And I think it was worth it. Hey, this is Tim Patterson, Trade Show Guy. And this is Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee for June 10th. 2019. Uh, I had a birthday yesterday, uh, as, as my mom did, where I, we share the birthday. Uh, I was, <laughs> she was 91 years old yesterday. Um, and my birthday is the one that celebrated on the Beatles, Sgt. Pepper, Lonely Hearts Club band record. If you don't know that off the top of your head, um, you're not from that era, right? So back to lessons learned. No guests this week. I'm just going to talk and riff about some of the lessons learned. I started making a list uh, you know, lessons learned in life usually come when we least expect it, and most come through reflection as opposed to immediately figuring out that, you know, you just learned a lesson. So I'm curious, what, what are some of the lessons that you've learned? Let me, let me share some of mine. Uh, many of them, of course, came from childhood, things your parents taught you. Don't be rude to people. Uh, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. That was one of the first things I remember. Always hold the door for people. Uh, you can do anything you set your mind to. That's what my mother told me so many times. Kindness matters. Learned that one. All good things to learn as a child, a whole lot more. But, you know, you keep learning as life goes on. Whether you want to learn or not, you do. Uh, the more you live, the more you learn, even when you don't necessarily want to. I think we learn more from our mistakes and, and failures than we do from our successes, to be honest. Uh, but you need to learn to enjoy and celebrate those successes at least a little bit. So some other things I've learned, mostly as an adult, ask for help when you need it. And the neat thing about asking for help is that you're actually doing the other person a favor by asking them for help because most people are really glad to help you and it makes them feel good. So by asking someone for help genuinely, knowing you're asking someone who can really help you, you're doing both of you a favor. Actually, they're going to help you and they're going to feel good about helping you. Uh, don't get deep into debt. It's really hard to get out of. Be cautious, but don't be afraid to take risks. As they say, no risk, no reward, but know what kind of risk you're getting into. My friend Chris, who's long since gone, used to always say, have fun, it's good for you. 
<laughs> Figure that's a good lesson to pass on. Friends, speaking of friends, are worth much more than money. They re- they really are. Uh, you can have so many friends and have no money. I, I had a, actually a, a guy that I was a roommate with for about three years back in my, let me think, when, when was this? This is probably my early 30s. He used to say things like, you know, and he came from a family that was really well off on the East Coast, and he described himself sort of as the black sheep of the family, and I thought, well, I guess I kind of am too. But anyway, he said, there have been times in my life when I've had lots of time in my hands, but no money, and there have been times in my life when I've had lots of money, but no time in my hands. And I've always enjoyed the time when I have more time than money, because time is more valuable than money. So there you go. Relationships are good, but they can be hard work. Uh, But it's, to me, the best and most rewarding work you can do. Age is just a number. You know, life's good is when you feel good. So so take good care of yourself. If the most important thing in a discussion is to be right or to win an argument, you won't have too many friends because you don't have to be right. Sometimes admitting you're not right moves things forward. There's a lot to unpack there. Think about that. Uh, Time goes on always. Uh, If you want to learn a skill, take a class, play in a band or something else you keep putting off, you might as well do it now. If it takes five years to get a degree and you're 45 and you think, oh man, I'm too old for this, you're going to be 50 in five years anyway with or without the degree. And if you really want it, do it. I just read a story on Facebook uh, as I was writing this. A friend of mine shared a short story about an 89-year-old woman who, who built her first banjo. She always wanted to make a banjo and she figured out she took lessons and she helped, you know, worked with uh, this guy that knew how to build banjos. She built a banjo at the age of 89. Fear is not real most of the time. Uh, generally speaking, the things you're afraid of are really not worth being afraid of. When I was a kid, uh, getting up and speaking in front of people was really, really scary. I don't know why that is. It's a, it's a common fear, but you can learn to get over that. And it's not really, there's no reason to be fearful, really. You cannot control people or what they do. You can only control how you react to it. So don't think you control somebody. Uh, Have gratitude. That to me is one of the most important things. Every day I think of all the things I'm grateful for in life. Uh, Be honest with yourself. Get the facts. Know what's going on. Understand if something's not right, uh, you know, be honest with yourself that that's the case. Perfection is a killer. Nobody can be perfect. Nothing will ever be perfect. Don't try for perfection. It'll keep you from doing things. Uh, Be of service to your community in some way that is meaningful to you. It's one reason I've been a volunteer at a local uh, community radio station for the last eight years, eight plus years. I do a Monday night, two-hour reggae show. I enjoy it, but it's also giving back. We do pledge drives, and I get really involved in those. So it's, it's a fun thing to do. And it's, it's a great resource for the community. Worrying about something won't change the outcome. You can worry all you want, but, you know, <laughs> worrying just, you know, it doesn't really affect much of anything except your state of mind. Uh, do the work. Work is important. You got to learn to do the work. You can't take shortcuts. There really aren't too many good shortcuts for anything anyway. So do the work. And finally, life has an expiration date. There's no getting out alive, so get as much out of it as you can. You never know, as my friend Buford said, you never know when the big guy in the sky is going to pull your fun ticket. So going back to my other friend, have fun. It's good for you. I could go on and on, but so could you, I suppose. So let's leave it at that for now. 
Uh, this week's trade show tip, kind of sticking with the lessons learned theme, you know, I've seen companies pull out of shows that they felt didn't make sense to them at that time. But a couple of years later, went back with sort of a new plan and a new attitude, a new booth, all that stuff. They took the time to get it right, and then they were very successful. I've seen company re uh, companies realize that what they were doing wasn't bringing in the number of leads they thought they should get. So they went back to the drawing board about how to approach the show, uh, doing something maybe a little more different, riskier than they were used to. But it worked fine. You know, mainly the key, I think, is that just because something didn't work as well as you would have liked, learn from that experience and apply those lessons learned. Share information, pick each other's brains, experiment. If uh, Just a small thing here. If you have an exhibit uh, that has movable items like chairs, tables, and counters, and you're not sure exactly how they are going to sit, you're going to be at the show for, what, three days, two, three days, four days, depending on the show. Move those things around from day to day. Try different positions. Sometimes little simple things can make big differences, so just try that. Don't assume that the way it is now is the way it should be for the next few shows. So keep trying things and see what you learn from it and apply those lessons. All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, wrap it up. <laughs> let's wrap it up uh, with this week's one good thing. I like to finish the show with one good thing of the week. And this week it's growing your own. Uh, you can take any meaning you want from that. But what I mean is that uh, when we moved into this house that we're in now uh, six plus years ago, actually six years ago this weekend to think about it, uh, it was like the first or second week of June we got in here. And there was like a, a, um, a raspberry bush that was kind of under the fence from the neighbors. And I thought, ah, I should cut that out because it just kind of raspberries, you can't stop them, right, once they get in. But I thought, you know, I'm going to let them grow and see how they do. They, they put out fruit the first year and, and, uh, Every year since then, I keep trimming them back and they keep bringing out fruit. So then I planted blueberry bush. I planted strawberries. We plant tomatoes and, and peppers and, and squash and things like that. So it's great growing your own. I'm not really a great gardener, but I like growing my own. I like going out and picking fresh berries for two or three months during the summer. So that's this week's one good thing. Uh, Tim Patterson, Trade Show Guy. Have a great one. Find me online at tradeshowguyexhibits.com. TradeshowGuyBlog.com. The books are at TradeshowSuccessBook.com and TradeshowSuperheroes.com. And if you're looking for an exhibit, go to TradeshowBuy.com. It's all right there. Have yourself a great week.